0: Okay, flaxies. what I want to talk to you about today is anxiety, a sympathetic storm, racing heart, all these uh, kind of unusual symptoms that have occurred since you've been floxed And if you haven't seen my video, it's about 36 minutes on neurodegeneration. I suggest that you uh, look for that. Hey, if you like this video, give me a thumbs up or subscribe to my station. This is really critical. We're trying to get this information out to the floxy community. So today what we're going to be talking about is... Uh, symptoms of anxiety what I've noticed is when floxies come to me a lot of floxies a lot of you guys out there have anxiety or what I would call a sympathetic storm how your nervous system works there's two components there's one that's like a sympathetic and then there's one that's parasympathetic now the sympathetic is uh, the sympathetic nervous system is put you in high drive racing heart anxiety can't sleep jittery, just feeling all these different uh, neurological odd neurological symptoms. So I find most floxies are in what we call a parasympathetic or a sympathetic storm. Now these are all the different things that you can have when you have in the when you're in the anxiety state. So pounding heart, shortness of breath, dizziness, Headaches, dry mouth, nausea, diarrhea, impatience, feeling on the edge. You know, a lot of people, a lot of people say, you yeah, know, I'm just, I'm just edgy. Or they go in the room and certain sounds or certain lights or certain chemical sensitivities are are now bothering you. This is telling you that you have neuroinflammation. And I think this video is going to really give you a lot of clarity on what is actually happening with you and what you can actually do about it. So these are all the different, um, you know symptoms of anxiety. Now, what happens here is this is a really, really important um, uh, picture right here. So what the research shows is this, is when it comes to your brain, now this is going to be astonishing and you're not, you know, no one's going to actually know this. When you look at your brain, your brain really functions as stop or go it has two mechanisms either stopping or you're going and this is how the neurology works in your brain now what the research shows what the medical research shows when it comes to brain neurology is get this 90% 90% of your brain is stopping okay and only 10% is go so when you look at your whole brain right in here 90% of the function of your brain is what we say stop or inhibitory. And only 10% is go. Okay, so let me just state that again. 90% stop, 10% go. Now, why does this matter when you have all these weird neurological symptoms? This is what I'm going to explain to you here in a quick second. Now, this right here. The reason why I show you this, I'm sure everyone has seen someone that has a stroke, right? Now, when someone has a stroke, their hand is like this. If you'd go and you'd pull on their hand, it's very, it, it's, it's really tight. It's in spasm, right? You can't move that arm when someone has a, a stroke. Same thing with your leg. Now, why is that? This is a real critical part. Why is that? Because when we look at your brain... Uh, 90% is stop and 10% is go. So if you have any neuroinflammation, if you have mini strokes, what happens here is the 90% stop is severely affected. So instead of having 90% stop, let's say now you only have 60% stop and then you have 40% go. So what does that look like? So if you don't have as much stop... Right. When you have like these strokes and you have more go, your muscles are always in spasm. They're always fire, 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 fire. So this is why people have strokes like this and they're in massive spasm because the brain has been damaged. Right. Severely damaged. And that 90 percent stop is no longer 90 percent. Maybe it's at only at 60 percent, meaning now it's a 60 40 40 percent is go and you should only have 10 percent go. So people are in spasm. Now, how does this correlate to your symptoms of anxiety, racing heart, uh, night fears, all this stuff? Same thing happens when your brain, when you've been floxed. the stop is less and the go is more. And this is what happens in your brain is now you're go, go, go. Now you're in a, what we call a sympathetic storm. Now, one thing here, I like to, I like to use this analogy just so you can see. So we have, this is the, this is the, the Hoover Dam. This is 2001 and this is 2015. Now, you can see right here in 2015, there's a lot less water. Now, what happens in your nerves, how your nerves fire, is there's something called action potential. Now, let me just describe this. Okay, so this is your nerves right here. This is a normal, healthy distance. So let's just say, like, this is a foot, okay? Now, when you have normal, healthy cells, normal, healthy mitochondria, this action potential Is really high. There has to be a lot of action potential, and then when you hit this critical level, it's an all or none. Then you flip over, and then your nervous system acts. Okay, that cell is now activated, and it moves forward. Now let's just take the brain tissue, and normal healthy healthy human beings is really what happens when we come when we look at the cell. What happens is there's a mechanism that sodium needs to be pumped into your cell. So so just like table salt needs to be pumped into your cell. When enough sodium is pumped in the, in the cell, then you fire, boom, your nerves go off. And then what happens after that, all the sodium in the cell needs to be pumped out. It needs to be pumped out by, guess what, your ATP, your mitochondria. And if you know, if you've done anything about floxing, you know the fluoroquinolones damage the mitochondria. They damage the the, the the DNA. So here's what happens. Okay, so this is the normal action potential right here. You've been fluxed, you've been damaged, your mitochondria has been damaged. Now what happens here, instead of you having this action potential here, remember it's an all or none. Once this meets here, boom, we fire. All right, it's an all or none principle. So instead of um, instead of this action potential being like way way down here, now it's very small, okay, then boom. Boom, boom! You get a weird noise. You hear something. You get start boom, or maybe you smell something, and now you get some weird symptoms. Boom, or maybe your heart is your your heart is racing all the time because here your nerves are firing all the time. Why? Because this action potential isn't way down here, and that has to do with not enough ATP, mitochondria being damaged, and that's because brain inflammation neuroinflammation will cause this. So really when we look at restoring your body on a functional level, we're talking about decreasing neural inflammation. There's many, many things that you can do to actually decrease your neural inflammation. So if you look at this uh 2001 picture with all the water, it doesn't take a lot of energy to make this dam go. Why? Because there's a lot of pressure there. This is this dam is producing tons and tons and tons of energy all the time, right, It maybe even be producing too much. Now we have here this would be a normal. Well, not in this case, this is really down, but I'm just using it as an analogy here that you can see when this is really down that action potential. It takes a lot more effort to pull that nerve to get that, that nerve moving. Now here, these are all the things like when I look at a functional medicine, when I look at, a, at someone on a functional medicine basis, you have to take multiple things into consideration to figure out the root cause of the problem. There's not one single thing. When you've been fluxed, you have to take a polytherapy approach. So these things right in here, all these things right in here. Cause uh, healthy and unhealthy uh, resting membrane potential. So right here, down here, you can see here. This is the same thing. So this is resting membrane potential healthy, and then down here we have unhealthy. You can see the distance right here is a lot shorter. So when it's a lot shorter, you're going to fire this nerve, and then you're going to have all these anxiety symptoms that we just mentioned. Now look at all this stuff here. This is this is normal, right? So this has to do with normal neuronal mitochondria. This is normal. Then we have this over here. All this stuff over here causes uh, poor mitochondria, poor neuron. And so there's multiple, multiple things when we talk about restoring function that we have to look at. One of the primary things is decreased neuroinflammation because if your brain's inflamed, right, then we have uh, a lot more go and a lot less stop. So that's one principle. And then the second principle, because you're you're inflamed, the mitochondria has been damaged as well. The cell membranes have been damaged as well. And then it doesn't take, this is the normal firing right here. And then right here, this is what's firing when you're damaged, boom, boom, boom. And then this is where you get all these symptoms. Now, what happens is when you have this action potential, this this small, all the sodium is in here that needs to be pumped out. The sodium needs to be taken from here and pumped out. Now, if you have DNA damage, mitochondrial damage, you don't have the energy to pump the sodium out and restore normal gradient. So then you're here, boom, 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 boom. And you go to the doctor, they say you're crazy, they don't believe you, because no one knows about neuroinflammation. So in my other video, I go over some different things that have helped. Um, decrease neural inflammation, but it's not a polytherapy. People on these videos say, what's the protocol? What's the protocol, doc? And to be honest with you, phloxies, you, you guys are unique individual people. There's not a set protocol for every single person. You have to get in there. You have to grind it out and figure out what's happening with you and why you have neuroinflammation. So I hope you found value in this. Take care. Bye-bye.